0: Perspectives,
1: different views, one voice. Welcome to the LDM Perspective Podcast. My name is Kojo, and I'm here with my co host, Mo Ali. So, we're talking about the year of return, and Ghana's president, Nana Akufo addo declared the year of return um, in Ghana for 2019, and it's, it was declared as a major spiritual and um, birthright journey inviting global African family home and abroad to mark 400 years of arrival of the first enslaved Africans. The Year of Return Ghana 2019 celebrates the resilience of all victims of the transatlantic slave trade who were scattered and displaced throughout the world in North America, South America, the Caribbean, Europe and Asia. The Year of Return serves as an Ghana, there's a reference of Akwaba, which is like, welcome back home. Um, It's an initiative for African diaspora to come back to Africa. So I guess, I think one of the main goals of the Year of Return campaign is to also position Ghana as a key travel destination for African Americans and African diaspora, and it's endorsed by the Ghana Tourism Authority.
2: Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's amazing that um, this landmark uh, time period has been acknowledged and the encouragement of... Uh, the Ghanaian president asking people to return home. Um, I think it's even more amazing as well, um, offering the citizenship to African-Americans that want to go back to Africa. Hold up, hold up, (laughs) hold up,
1: hold up. up. You always go 100, We need to break it down. We need to break it down in the sense that there are those conversations to be had, but we need to kind of segment it. Yeah, all right, all right. So first of all, like, what, what do you understand of the year of return? Have you heard of it before this conversation? Like,
0: what? Yeah, I have. And um, as I was mentioning it, I was just discussing it from our last podcast. I was saying how it's um, great that Ghanaian president, which is Nana, is doing fantastic since he's coming on board. He's giving the hope, because there, there is hope. And um, what he's doing is, uh, as what Mo says, is, is great. And um, we need to acknowledge, uh, we Africans, we need to acknowledge that we were once kings and queens, and we need to know that our worth and what we are. So we need to come together and, and take this as a passion. That's what I believe.
1: Yeah, so just before, I know there's a lot. There's a lot that we're going <laughs> to go into, all that kind of uh, sense of, Having some sort of like uh, the word because sometimes the yearning of who you are kind of thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff to, that we could go into, but just on that whole year of return. When did you? When were you made aware of this? Is this something that you naturally came across? Did someone mention this to you? Because this has been going on since the beginning of the year, really.
2: Um, yeah. No. I mean, I've I definitely heard it earlier at the beginning of the year. Um, this was mainly after the whole Afro Nation tour that happened last year december and the massive interest especially from the american market in how much they enjoyed it what they experienced what they saw and um yeah and then i've got some friends that have got a property expo that they do each year and they were highlighting quite a lot of the investment and the amount of people now literally wanting to return to ghana this year and how pretty much all the hotels and Airbnbs are sold out this December alone just because of everything that's happening and all the events that's happened at the end of this year. So I personally just thought it was a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. Now, so obviously, that then going back into something that you mentioned already, because the, what the Ghanaian government have done, because even the Minister of um, Tourism, everyone's kind of be on board, Because so this is more of like a strategy that was put in place to say how do we actually get more people to visit Ghana, which was part of that. So but then I guess the key thing that they actually the key problem that they solving here for a lot of displaced um Africans, and I call them Africans, forget black or whatever not, but displaced Africans, is to have that sense of belonging. Yeah. 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 And yeah. and a lot of the stuff that, for instance, s- part of the things that Ghana did, they went to the Caribbean. They met some of the Caribbean uh, ministers to discuss that. Is it Haiti? We
0: do. Was it not Haiti or Jamaica?
1: They've been to Jamaica. They've and been to. Haiti
0: as well. It was one of them as well. To
1: Grenada. But I know they've been to a few of them. Yeah. And they had a conversation. I know that obviously we're all Africans. And yeah. at one point, you guys were here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it feels obviously with the slave trade. So we are acknowledging. And I feel like, first of all, it's good for Africa in itself to start acknowledging yeah. that some of these atrocities that happen and actually start looking across board globally to see that a lot of, there are a lot of Africans that are displaced that want that sense of belonging. So just going into that anyway, I yeah. feel like it's really good for people to actually have that sense of belonging. What do you guys think of that? What that is doing for a lot of people that cannot misplace globally?
2: Yeah, no, I think it's a good thing. I mean... I'll be honest, I can literally go into so many different avenues yeah, yeah, in relation to this, um, especially in the whole regards of the whole like reparations. Yeah. So a lot of people might be in America that will want to try and fight for reparations towards blacks and then in compare that to how, let's say, the Jews or the Japanese um, got re- reparations. But the reason that they could do it was the whole identification to some kind of nationality or nation and the problem that the African-Americans have got is they haven't got that nation associated with them in order to claim those kind of reparations or to defend yeah, them and stuff like that. I guess the key, the key thing, <laughs> is that, uh, let's go on
1: reparations because it's very interesting. I didn't consider this yet. Yeah. But then the key thing is that when we're looking at the whole um, Jewish atrocities that happen um, and then we're looking at Africa, yeah. for me, it's a separate conversation yeah. in the sense of how long this actually went on for. Yeah. Now we're talking about Africa. The slavery went on for years upon years upon years. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Shorter. Yeah, and it definitely a shorter period. Plus, there wasn't that sense of name changing. There wasn't there was a lot of things that were done. So for instance, the key thing that could have made it easier for people to actually find out where they're from is if they didn't change their names, if they didn't take over the slave master names, then if you're if if your great-great-great-great-grandfather was called like Nanakojo or whatever, not, then you know that that name yeah, comes from Ghana. Yeah. 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 So in regards to you actually having that connection, it's easier because you know you're Ghanaian. If they have a certain name of Sai, it might be Nigerian, yeah. they have certain... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It makes it easier to differentiate. This mm-hmm. is why I understand, I totally agree on what you're saying, but I feel like when we're talking about that the Jewish and that yeah. reparation, it was easier because of the time period. It didn't go over such a long period, plus those atrocities, even though they were both equally bad, but I feel like slavery was even worse than anything else that's ever happened on this. Strip N12, you yeah. yeah, yeah. People want to shoot me, they can, but <laughs> for me, seriously, something that's happened over a period of such a long period. Yeah. Um definitely kinda of supersedes others. But yeah, so I guess the reparational thing, yeah, I'll let you carry on in regards to if they did have that sense of where I'm Bel- from, yeah. then it's easier to have that conversation because I belong to this clan. That's I belong it,
2: to yeah. this country. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I I I feel like it's good in the sense that people have that belonging. They have that representation in terms of a, as a nation or some kind of state, and I think it also encourages a learning curve as well. For who? I guess it's both parties, isn't it? Yeah, for both parties, yeah. as in accepting. African-Americans, obviously, yeah. into the country yeah. and how they've been and how you're welcoming them and then also their side of taking on the Ghanaian culture. And and respecting the culture. And yes. I think respect
1: on both sides is very important. That's because it. a lot of the times what you might have is that people might, they have this concept of Africa being very like, um what's the word? Like it's a poor environment and all these kind of kind of things. Yeah. And they go there and they become like the oppressors because they feel like they've come from a... Western world and their standard of living should be. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of times, if you go then you're perpetuating this. Then you're not necessarily respecting what's in actually there. Uh, so it's about respecting that culture equally. You know from, what's so funny as well? as well.
0: You know what's so funny as well. Ten years ago or twenty years ago, African was not in that in that clim- climate climate s- side of where the Western world value it. Now it's like. But value in what terms? In what way? It's like. Remember when we were tackling this, we were talking about this, how you when you're in school, in primary school, Caribbeans will call you like, oh, you're African, boom, boom, or s- such things like that. But now it's come to a point where they're acknowledging that, okay, hold on for a minute, we're, they're acknowledging that they're Africans now. Because Ghanaian now, the Nana, your president, the president in, in Ghana, has made a border so that Americans can come in freely. With they in can have the Caribbeans as well. Yeah. yeah. So they
1: wouldn't part. need a visa. They, they don't need a
0: visa. Yeah. So that is very important. And then you have the campaigns uh, included, such as Naomi Campbell is part of it. LB Boris, um, I mean, Edris um, Elba and Boris. And then you've got over 30 Ghanaian celebrities are also working towards this. So for me... The the inspiration out of this is, is giving hope to the young to the young um young youth to to acknowledge that for me personally, I'll give you my 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 what the reason why I'm so excited about this stuff here, I'll give you for example. I know within myself, within twenty, thirty years of my life, I'm not gonna stay in, in this country, Western world. I know that clearly. I've already established it in my head. So if twenty, thirty years time Africa is going the way it is. I know that for a fact I'm going to settle down in Africa. But settling in Africa, I need to make sure that within myself, I put myself in places, you understand, and prepare myself when I go back in Africa. I don't care whether it's in Sierra Leone, I don't care if it's in Ghana or Nigeria. As long as it's in Africa, I know I will do that. But this kind of stuff that is happening is not only inspiring me, it's inspiring most of the younger one as well, our younger generation as well, because what's going to happen is... um, once this this once this happened to Ghana, Ghana, I believe that other countries in Africa is going to have that power as well, empowering them. And you know what let's do the same thing as well, and slowly Africa will develop within that sense of it. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, so I think I think we really it's it's a brilliant it's a brilliant brilliant scheme. Um, the reason why I say that because a lot of the times when there is a there is a problem in the black community in the Western world, and the biggest problem is that whole sense of belonging. So for the Ghanaian government to actually know that this exists and to have that... And obviously, I guess Ghana historically plays a big role because in regards to our coastal lines, this is mostly the last place that a lot of the displaced African um, in the diaspora, that, that would have been the last, last place that their great, great, great um, grandparents might have seen before making that journey over. So we do have a historical part to play in it. And in a sense of even... Some of the things that I've kind of seen, there's a lot of American celebrities. You even had, um, what's his name? What's this guy's name? The one that did the p- pageant show and gave the award to the wrong person.
2: Steve Harvey. Steve
1: Harvey's been down there. Like, there's been a lot of different people that have gone to Ghana um, just to, as, as part of this whole year of return. And part of the whole process is like they have like a welcome party at the airport. And it, it's not necessarily that you have to be a celebrity. No. You could be from Surinese. Sur- Sur- is it Surinese? How do you pronounce that one? Surinese or whatever it is? It's <laughs> a country called... Sur- <laughs> I think it's Surinese is pro- pronounced. But a lot of the North American countries also have like um, people of black, um, black heritage or African heritage. They, that I've always wanted that, that that whole sense of belonging. So when I was watching a lot of these clips on YouTube there's a whole welcome party. You come in and they're singing songs, they're dancing at the door. They make you feel like, raw, oh, we are, like you do belong here, isn't it? Like, and I think that, 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 that was quite nice in the setup. Plus one thing that they do, I saw, they do like a whole walk to like the slave castles, right? Yeah, Where yeah. they make them, obviously people, they, they tell them about the tradition. And I think the key thing here is that it's acknowledged the part that Africa had to play in the slave trade. That is the key thing. Like, obviously, like, if you were to see it, and I also always use that reference into your house, Mm. like, you own your house. Even though it was taken over, you had to play a part in a lot of the stuff that happened. So there's the acknowledgement that the chiefs that were in place at that time maybe should have done more. Yeah. Um, to, 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 to stop this kind of thing happening. But so what they did was that they did initially apologise for their role that they had to play in it. Yeah. But
0: then they made the audience understand that, yep. look, you yep. are here now. And, to, you know. add to, that, to add to that, Coach, what you're saying about maybe they should have acknowledged it. I, f- I, feel, I felt like back then, it's not like they weren't even aware of it. What it was, the way we were dealing back in the days doing trading, we was trading land by land, gold by gold, so when a new race came into their land, they thought they still had... They, they, maybe it's maybe naive back in the days, I don't know, but they they thought to themselves they were a good person. That's what it was in that sense. I, th- I, th- I think, yeah, there is part of that. Yeah. The initial engagement
1: was not an engagement where... I think looking at the broader picture, I wouldn't say that the initial engagement, they were ever foresaw that yeah. people will be being trafficked. Yeah, But I think one thing that you need to that we need to bear in mind as well. With anything that happens, people see opportunity in it. Of course. So it got to a point where black people, black Africans were kidnapping other people in order to to sell them into slavery. So that did happen as well. And then when you're looking at the bigger picture, hence the reason why, if you see about how the governance was in Africa at those times, the the chiefs had power to actually try to stop a lot of these things. So that's where the acknowledgement part comes in to say that maybe we could have done more? Because the thing is, the problem you have is then, the minute that you create some sort of trade, and this is what this was, mm. was trading humans, yes. then people are going to find ways, I saying, oh, this is an opportunity, to just kidnap, kidnap kids, kidnap women, yeah. kidnap men, yeah. and then sell them into it. So a lot of people were forcefully got, got, went into it. And a lot of people were prisoners of war. How I understand it, and I've read a lot of these kind of historic books and stuff, how I understand it, if you could imagine that Myself, let's say we're different tribes yes. and then we, we, we go into war. Yeah. Once I capture some of your soldiers, they come and live on my compound. Yes. And initially what kind of happens, they are integrated into the community, yes. yeah. but they have a different status to yeah. everyone else. Yeah. But they are integrated into the communities to make them not feel like enemies to then attack us within and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Plus some of them were actually prisoners of war. So initially, when this trade did start happening, they were giving out them. a lot of these people that were prisoners of war and all these kind of, th- kind of things. So when you're even looking at the whole kind of ruling system, they did play a major part. Because regardless of being a prisoner of war, yeah. they did sell them on because it's like, oh, you're prisoners. We don't care about you type of things. Yeah. So they, 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 yeah, they had to. For me, that acknowledgement had to happen because I feel like they could have definitely did, done a lot more.
0: Um, yeah, I read about that as well. Uh, exactly what you said. It's the same thing because um, they they were awa- first of all before this slavery started, they were already s- enslaving themselves mm. in between, mm. in line, in general. But then what happened is, as what you said, they used them as the escape go. But they didn't know to the extent that this is going to happen. That's yeah, what. Yeah, that's what. Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess there's a bit of that. If yeah, that they if didn't we know. know we're selling you the to this land. Side. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't know the impact. But yeah, that's, that's it. That's, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. think, I think that, that has to be acknowledged anyway.
0: But you know about this hey year, year of return mainly is about the tourism and the tourism is a big, very big impact in Africa. I don't know if we we was talking about this part of one of the topics is that why is it when you're traveling to Africa. You cannot go direct. Yeah, we mentioned in the Black Travel Experience. Exactly. So, episode, what episode is that? I think the Doras. The, yeah. Yeah. the two Doras. The two Doras. So, yeah, why so. why is it that when you're traveling to Africa, you cannot travel direct, and if you can travel direct, it's quite expensive. Yeah, it's episode
1: twenty four. So, yeah. if
0: anyone wants to think, that's that's when we mentioned that, yeah. about traveling. So yeah. Why is it so expensive? So, because this is a loophole. Of what is happening now, whether in Ghana or in Africa is a loophole to say, okay, this is happening, let's take the advantage. Let's try and do more hospitalities, Airbnbs, let's try and create something. As as what Mo say, the African nation that blew up. And apparently even the African nation, I know a guy that we grew up with, he's the one that started it. And he's doing well. Fantastic. African nation, what do you mean? Afro nation. Afro nation, oh, okay. sorry, yeah. yeah. He, he 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 started it. And um, he was part of us from Southeast London, actually. He's a Ghanaian guy. I don't know if you know him, but if you see him, you know him. Right? So I've heard
1: someone say he's a Nigerian guy as so, well, no, but maybe
0: he's like a group of people that are doing this. No, it's no, mainly, right? mainly him group, that started yeah. it, but it's a guy called Bright and Bright and Collins. That's part of his family. The tourism for me play a big impact. What, what for me personally... Going traveling to Europe or Western or South America or whatsoever or Asia, I find it really kind of like a a disturbing part of me as an African because I am creating them more money, more and um, more resources for them. Why can't I take that? Because when you think about it, when we were saying for me, when I travel to Africa, the only place I go is Sierra Leone. Why can't I say, "Oh, I want to go to Ghana"? Why can't I say I'm going to go to South, uh, South America? Or why can't I say I'm going to go to um, um, Uganda or, or Rwanda? Why can't I say that? Because I'm scared. I've got that fear in my head that if I do go there, I'm not going to have the experience that I should have because there's no hospitality to my needs or to our needs. That when we go to Europe or Asia or America, we have that. You, we, you definitely know it's going to be there. So we need to create that. So I think this is part of the year of return that we need to take the advantage of. it. If businesses, young ones are looking to do it, I think they should just tap into it and use the opportunity. Yeah. I so it's good. it's good that you mentioned tourism. That's the next thing that we're going to
1: because um, the key thing, um, I've been really just tracking the events in Ghana just to see what they Because for me, to really understand what is going on. So for, for one, you hear year of return, year of return. And then my question is how what is the impact it's having on the actual locals like, what's the benefit that they're seeing from it? it so I've seen some clips where they're interviewing people that are in the whole tourism, like people that are doing like have the arts exhibitions, people that are selling food, people that are like in the the castles you know and like being receiving people and talking them through the whole thing and One key thing that they mentioned it's not like there hasn't been an influx in tourism in general, but normally it's certain periods like Easter Christmas. Because going to Ghana for Christmas, this was happening ages ago. Even me and Kofi and stuff, like me and a group of friends, we've gone to Ghana for Christmas. And this is something that you go there, and it's funny, you go to the clubs and you start seeing the same people that are in the UK and America, everyone just going to Ghana for Christmas. So we know that there are periods in Ghana that it gets busy. So I'm not really too shocked about this period now in Ghana getting busy. But this is even more the case because of the year return. And the key thing that the locals were saying is that we used to have those periods, but now it's constant. From January all the way to December, yeah. it's been constant tourism. So obviously, as you mentioned, the tourism is bringing money into the country, which is good to see. Um, but then the other thing that I was going to touch on Just um, tourism in in general. And it's it's one of the articles that you shared with us anyway about Rwanda. So I'll let you kind of like go into it. But it's just how Africa are kind of like viewing tourism and what that could actually do for Africa in general. It's kind of like what I want to kind of like take this conversation to. Really,
2: Yeah, I mean, the tourism aspect of it is always actually quite fascinating because I read some articles uh, from some statistics that came out from um, Juma um, Travel. And it says that over 67 million tourists visited Africa in 2018. That's a lot. Um, So that's a big rise, 7% from the year before. And it's now taken Africa to the second fastest growing region when it comes to tourism after Asia and Pacific. Um, So we're now literally the second largest travel region in the world purely because of the increase in travel. And a lot of this is mainly to do with the relaxing visa restrictions. Yes. So I know you mentioned earlier about people mainly going, having to go through to, to Dubai. Yes. In order to do connection flights to Africa. Yeah. Um, so a big, con- um, a big country that's pioneering this is Ethiopia. Yeah. They've relaxed their um, tourism restrictions so much that they have now taken over Dubai as being the largest connector for flights into Africa. Really? Yeah, um, so the growth there is amazing, trust me. Um, in terms of Ethiopia alone, their travel has now grown by 48% in 2018. So that's almost 50% increase in travel just because what's of...
1: This, what's this article? Is it the uh, quasi Africa? Yeah, Africa tourism
0: it. industry. And that's Nordics it. Second. But hold on, hold on. You've tapped into that, right? Continue. I'm going to try to... Yeah, so,
2: um, so in terms of the most visited African countries... Um, number one being Mauritius. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? I've never been yeah, there. Yeah, I know yeah. someone has just yeah. been there. So Mauritius, South Africa, then Seychelles, then Morocco. So those are the the usual tourist places. But then other countries have now started to come up, such as Tanzania, Botswana, uh Kenya. you know. Botswana, you know. Namibia. Namibia. Yeah. Um so Morocco.
1: Af- Morocco definitely should be there, Seychelles.
2: Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I, I, just, I just think that these things is kind of beautiful in a sense whereby obviously what Ghana's doing and then how all the other countries are kind of replicating their kind of tourism and increasing that in their own way. Mm. Um, I know one of the main things that stopped a lot of that is the openness of visas. Um, so I know there's like a big lead table of top ten countries with, um, that have easier access to get into and Mauritius being number one, which isn't really surprising in that sense because they've got such tourism it would only make sense that their visa openness is a lot more better to allow people to come in um so yeah so with ghana also relaxing their visa restrictions and allowing more people to come in for this year i think that is another great beautiful thing it's increased the investment in industries in hotels in airbnb man yeah airbnb people now have properties that they can make money which is bringing more money to the economy um so yeah i think this whole of return honestly it's a beautiful thing the gdp is going up it's bringing more and more money back into the country and i do hope that this also reflects in terms of the currency but I don't want to go into the whole currency battles um, that I have, <laughs> which is another story. Can I,
0: can I tap into what you just um, highlighted, very important as well, because, yes, we are opening the the doors for the visa. However, what's the impact, just opening it, the visa to anyone that just want to come in? Do you understand? Because what will happen in the long run, anyone will have the access to have visa within Africa. Right? And then we don't want what is happening in the Western world to affect us as an African, because I've got I've got British passport and I've got Sierra Leone passport. When I go to Sierra Leone, I use my Sierra Leone passport because I don't want them to take the advantage of me. And um, so that is called JC, just come right. And so I will know I know I was born there and I, and I have the advantage as an African to be there and stay there, right? or if I'm going holiday or whatever, I have that advantage. When I'm coming back to Western war in the in United Kingdom, I use the British passport because you can't use the two because the the British passport will allow you to have a quick access and get out. My statement, what I was trying to say about these visas, right? we don't want it to be in an impact whereby anyone can have it. They need to have a way where they can tap it and making sure that people are coming, are only coming for holidays. Within that holidays, it cuts off. And then, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? And then after that holiday period, then go back. Make sure that you go back. Because what will happen is, I know Africa is a big continent. Don't get me wrong, it is. But what will happen, as Africa is getting developing and developing and developing, it will be a time where I can see people will have the, the passport and then just ready to just stay there and make an impact. I
2: think yeah, I'm, I, think I'm, I get what you're saying. In terms of the whole visa aspect, every visa will have a time limit or um, a certain time period on it in terms of you can say, if it's 30 days, 60 yeah. days or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's only if you're an indefinite state that's yeah. when you can stay longer. Yeah. Um, in terms of the visa openness, it's, it's just more the restrictiveness of uh, applying for it. Okay. So there's certain different hoops you might have to go through in order to get a visa in certain different places. Yeah. Um, I know one of them being Angola. That was one of my biggest struggles to get a visa from really? there. It, li- it took me like over three months. And they literally go into all these evidence that you have to bring. But then there's the other alternative, something like Uganda, mm. where it doesn't matter what country you're from. I think they have a certain list of countries. And if you fall in that list, you just go in there and pay $50. Or and you'll 30 get it. pounds yeah. For a 30-day visa to enter, okay. depending on obviously your passport, which yeah. is, and you're from. Yeah. Um, so I think what countries could then do in that sense is have a review of what their restrictions are, or what countries they're allowing to have, let's say, an easier kind of process as opposed to others. Um, and Wait, I, I, I doubt there will really be, how do I put it, really lax with it or like (laughs) it can be abused in that sense.
1: Yeah, but then it's like, what type of abuse? What do we look at when we say abuse? Because yes, relaxing is just the ease of actually being able to apply for one. So there will be certain criteria that you need to meet. Yeah. Yeah, And I guess when we're comparing it, because for me, I feel like Especially for African nationals, yes, exactly. I feel like you should be able to move within Africa without That's any what, exactly. any visa. Yeah, definitely. So that relaxing is the ease of being able to do that. Yeah. Um, however, when we're talking about Western world, even people of a Western like passports or people in a Western world being able to go to Africa, I Freely. don't necessarily see the problem. I think if the problem you're talking about is about establishing like businesses. Land ownership and all these kind of things. That's a separate conversation to actual visa visa requirements. I, if you get what I mean. but guess what? So, so that in regards to that yeah. ownership side of it, that was something I was going to come to towards like the latter part of this conversation because yeah. I feel like it is something that needs to be discussed yeah. in regards to impact and what does that actually mean. So th- that is something I feel like we need to. But
0: touch then guess on. what? You said uh, you said two two statement out of it. You said the impact, whether land ownership or whatever resources. When the slavery started, this is exactly what happened. Do you get it? We are forgetting. We, need to, we're not, we cannot forget. Because Africa, in the next few years from down the line now, is going to be so important that every nation will want to go in Africa. And if we don't handle our visa situation at the moment, it will be really hard for us, us Western Africans to go back in Africa. So I think I can see that happening
1: I, th- I think it 's not necessarily going back, but I, this is what I was saying let 's just go back into that whole conversation anyway, because yeah. the idea of going back and visa, you could go back but it 's about the ownership, what can you have in that land if you're going back to slavery, if you go back to the slavery and you see the concept of what how that was set out, it was more to gain what get our resources a really cheap um, value and then export it elsewhere and the Western world don't necessarily need to do that now because they have that anyway. But they still need it. No, they're, they're it's, not need not it. That, it's not that they don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, they need, but they've already established these things. Hence the reason why we had that conversation about the Francophone countries. These things have been established already. Yeah, when we, now we're talking about governments. When you're talking about people just visiting, it's a separate conversation in the sense that... Now, obviously, I'm from Ghana, right? And it's been quite interesting, the whole year of return... Afro nation and stuff, because the restriction that it places on me just means that going in December, things are going to be more expensive. Yes. Now, I'm looking at ticket prices, and it's 1800 yeah. This is the challenge I see from people, Africans in the diaspora. Not necessarily a visa thing, mm. but it's about this increase of activities in the country just means that things are going to be more and more expensive. So that's one part. Going to Ghana now, I looked at the ticket prices, and I'm like, definitely I can't afford to go in, in December, because it's like two grand to go British Airways. That's crazy. Now, the second part of it is the hospitality. So if you're talking about the hotels, the food, and all these kind of things, one of the points that you sorry, made is that...
0: So, sorry to cut you. Is that economy or business class, the price?
1: Yeah, that's normal. That's not, Business class is 2400 or something. Really? Yeah, yeah that's just normal economy, yeah. The, the, this, this is the stuff, right? So the, the other thing is that once you're actually in Ghana, if you wanted to stay in a hotel, what's the cost of a hotel? and um, all these kind of things. One thing I've always found challenging in Ghana, there's so many hotels, but they're really expensive, even though, even even before when there was no one sleeping in there. So I want them now. So <laughs> so, 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 so <laughs> I've never understood that. Because you think about economies of scale. Economies of scale dictates that the more and more you have hotels, the cheaper you should get because there's more demand. Absolutely, you yeah. get more suppliers. That means that the prices should go down because competition is there. Never works like that for Ghana. I just don't get it, mate. So... Now, when you, have, when you have this kind of condition where getting to Ghana, ticket prices are quite expensive. Once you get into Ghana, um, hotels are quite expensive. Now, when you're in Ghana, events are going to be quite expensive as well because there's more influx of people coming. Yeah. So, obviously, for someone that lives in Ghana, that's the challenge. But the other challenge as well is about investment. Now, what you're going to have is that the more and more people go to Africa and they like Africa, they might want to stay in Africa, That's they it. might want to invest in Africa, they mm. might want to buy land, they might want to build, they yeah. might want to start businesses. Yeah. And what does this entail? Yeah. Now, for me, the challenge that I have is that if I, have, if I haven't already acquired land, now we bought land, myself and my wife bought land, because yeah. we made a decision that at some point we need to go back. But it wasn't just going back where. My, 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 dad, has, my dad has properties, my mom has properties, but it was more about just for me, so we've bought land, but now it's like, next year that. I need to go to Ghana to yeah. really start something, building on this land. Because what I'm trying to understand now is that you have a lot of the African-Americans, you have different diaspora of um, people in the Western world that I see in Africa, and a lot of them, them is at home to them. Now, you could even talk about Caribbeans in this country. There's a lot of Jamaicans that actually have land and they have houses in Ghana. Yeah. yeah I know one of our panelists, um, Sarah, is that Liz in Ghana, like he he went to Ghana about 10 years ago. He lives there now. Like, do you know what I mean? So these things are good on that part of it. But then for us, I saw the key thing is that for migrants, African, I uh, do migrants, but, but for Africans in the UK that have lived in the UK, our generation, mm-hmm. if we do not invest in Africa, by the time that we say that we're ready to invest in Africa, there'll be no investment left that's, for us. That's what exactly this I'm is like. exactly what Akon has been saying. Yeah. So for me, when it comes to investment, I do not necessarily... I don't mind anyone of a black origin having a stake in Africa because for for us, everyone is African. Yeah. You can't on one hand saying that we're all Africans, but when mm-hmm. people are going to invest in Africa, then you're like, oh, no, nah, it needs to be left for us. So I can't, I can't say that. What I do, you know, I'd rather they invest in Africa. I'd rather Nigerian, Ugandan, uh, um, a black American... Or from investing in Africa rather than the Chinese, yeah. rather, than the, rather than the European, or I'd rather they do that. Do you get know what I mean? Yeah. So, so for me, it's just more about us also making sure that when these conversations are happening, we're keeping in mind on Africa to say that at the end of the day, that is the next biggest um, boom. That's where the next biggest boom is happening. Akon's been going around saying this. Yeah. Like, what are you doing here? Like you need to invest, yeah. you need to have something there because it's going at to least. come to a time that this is not going So, imagine that I had this idea of buying land and actually building something on it now. Yeah. If I had my building ready, Airbnb, that's it. At this time now, that's imagine it. the money that would be coming into my pocket. So, this is the stuff that sometimes will miss out on yeah. that kind of boom. But I feel like just, just, just re- gathering yeah. my thoughts again. I, the key thing for us is going back to Africa. People yeah. that have been going all the time, like my mom's and my, my mom and that. Now it's difficult because the prices are being hiked up. So you have to find a period now. Like in February, my, my sister is getting it's around £400. But it's like nearly two grand it's now. Two grand so now, it just yeah. shows you, yeah? So that's one of it. Secondly, if you don't have a property in Ghana, um, and I can only talk about Ghana... And you want to get like a hotel, the prices would be sky high now. And thirdly, we'd be about investment in, in Ghana and what that kinda of like.
0: You were saying about stuff like hotels and you were saying about stuff like um events. Event. So break it down to to the listeners, mm. like hotels, is it like do they have villas or self catering Um I
1: guess I guess it's a broad variety. Now you could have a hotel as in a guest house Okay in your head, do you know what yeah. a guest house means? yeah, so now, safe. I say that because when you go to Africa and see a guest house here, yeah, a guest house could mean so many different well, things. for me guest houses you go is it guest house, you say yeah, so they have a guest house, they have so like I, a hotel, they have like a motel, yeah, they have like the big complex villa, big no, as in hotel as in to the standard to a really, really high standard. Yeah. They have the village as well. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff and there a lot of because people that I know my Nigerian friend now in ghana like a couple of years ago. Yeah. She stayed at Mb. It was really nice. Okay. Like, someone's private place, they have a room, you hire it, and
0: you get a whole breakfast and all that. So there's so many different options. Is is guest house is like is it like when um, I'm going to another family's house or
1: no guest house is like a it's like a hotel. But it's like a, External yeah, so building. A, external f- building, okay. yeah, oh. that, that, that kind of thing, yeah. Okay. So so there's, there's a few things, but they are quite expensive. A lot of these big major hotels, yeah. they're actually charging dollars. Like, when you yeah. think about how much they're charging, the day, the day rate's really expensive. For me, as a Ghanaian, it makes no sense. Even for me, as someone going to stay there for two weeks, it would be a lot of money. But yeah. so it's,
0: like it's $200 a, it, dollars a day. Yeah, a day, but yeah. Some, there, there, it's not an opportunity... When they know that this is this stuff is happening, it's not an opportunity, as you mentioned, for people to have their own like a website to say, you know what, you can rent my house for this week, amount of week, or is there opportunity in the link? Yeah. So the opportunity would be like like these Airbnb's,
1: right? Yeah. Where people know, like, you could say that you've got a property in Ghana. Let's say you just you just happen to have a property in Ghana yeah. that you haven't rented out to anyone. Yeah. And you know that this period is coming. All you have to do is just get some people to clean the prep place. Have some people. If you got a car they could have, they could have a chauffeur Yeah, and you could have everything inclusive to say, if you give me this much, you could stay in my property for two but weeks. But is there a link
0: for this? For people to know? Yeah, people could do that on Airbnb. Okay. I
1: guess when you're saying the link, maybe on the other side of it, yeah. in Africa, do people know that they could actually do advertise that stuff it. on Airbnb? Yeah. But this is also a business opportunity in that sense of people in Africa, if you could set up something like that, yeah. market it to the African world yeah. and then show it here to the Western world. Do okay. you get I me? Mean? So it's like... Airbnb, but on the African level. Yeah, but then yeah. Airbnb will most probably see this scope of trying to tap into because they have to read the trends that are happening in the market. So if they could see that Africa is like the second, then they'll most probably start speaking to people that have, I don't know, if you can I mean but There's always opportunity in that. And the that event,
0: how, how are you classing the events? What's happening there? <laughs> the ever?
1: events are expensive. So when I was there with my wife, yeah. Afro Nation was happening. And I looked at the ticket prices. I think they were. I guess it depends, innit? When when I go Ghana, I have yeah. to put my Ghana hat on. Why is that? Kay? Because if I'm spending fifty pounds on an event yeah. in Ghana, it's really expensive. That's fifty it, pound in here. Mine. Fifty pound here is Hold on
0: what's is, the currency there? How's the currency? CDs. All right, CDs. So ten pounds for example, how much is it? I think the... you
1: get sixty CDs. I think the yeah, I think one pound is six C D.
0: Okay. Um so you get sixty CDs for ten pounds. Okay, so then is that a family food for the whole week? You know what I'm trying to get at? Yeah,
1: they could do shopping for the whole week, yeah.
0: With that £10. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that means Airbnb is good then for someone to do that?
1: Yeah, but it depends on how much they're charging you, though. Because Airbnb, I don't necessarily have to charge you like 10 cities or anything like that. Why why would I do that? Because it's the market that dictates, isn't it? Yeah. So if everyone else, if I know the hotels are all charging 200, then I could be like, oh, you know, I'll charge 100. Or I'll charge yeah, seventy five. A bit lower, you're you're five. coming a bit lower because you know you're not offering the same thing. So yeah, so 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 that that was it. I was seeing some of these events and I'm thinking, well, wow, me and my wife hundred pound on this event. That's so, really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like when I'm sending money to Ghana, someone say that they want I'll send fifty quid, and but fifty on, quid will like hold you. So but for me to be there and spending that, if I buy the tickets here, it's fine. But when I go there, and what I'm to buy trying tickets. say. It's,
0: it's a problem. No, no, no. But you, why are you thinking like that? Why? Wait, if you spend £50 pound here in mm. in UK, mm. it's fine, right? Which is just addressed. Mm. But if you're spending £50 pound in Africa, mm. in Ghana, why would you have a trouble with that? The problem, the, the the that? problem is because I budget
1: for it. So if I'm here and I'm going to spend £50, I've already budget to pay for that ticket. Okay, right. So I was in regards to my expenses, I've already budgeted for okay. When I go to Ghana in a weekend and, and I find some of these events going on and I know I need to pay 50 pounds, it's a different conversation. Okay. reason because I grew up in Ghana. I'm Ghanaian. When yeah. I go, I eat, I eat the local food. Yeah. Now, if I have five cities, I'll be able to get myself food. Right? The same Three same cities, I'll the be able to get food. myself food. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. So we're talking about paying 50 pounds. And then I know how people are struggling in my environment as well. And I see sometimes it's very hard for me to go out there and spend that type of money. And it's even part of the conversation we have with the boys when we go out. Yeah. Because we leave the house and not give them money to make food because they're like, oh, we'll eat outside. But we'll go out and spend more. Lots of money. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you give them that money over a month, they'll be able to win. Yeah. Like, what I'll spend for my lunch could cover them for for, for, for a week.
2: Yeah. yeah. Do you
1: yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, a lot of the times, when I then have to bring myself to be like 50 pounds, they could cover them for like that is a big art for me Brilliant. if i haven't already budget f- budgeted for that if you get what i mean
2: so 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 that leads me to a question i wanted to ask you then in the sense whereby yes all this your return stuff is great and it's a wonderful thing <laughs> <laughs> but then what detriment does that have okay, on the locals are sure. <laughs> <No, laughs> uh, the locals no, no, all alienated no, no, they can't th- join in these celebrations um, but
1: then uh, Ghana's has always been and africa's always been this kind of thing where even if you're charging those prices, you're still going to have locals there, because people will spend their monthly wage, two months' wage, just budgeted it, so that they could be part of that conversation. So you're still going to find locals there. Some, some, one way or the other, you're, you're going to, to find hard. locals yeah, there. Yeah. But then it becomes Looking as picture. time and time goes on, it becomes more exclusive. It becomes more exclusive, in the sense that the people that have are the ones that are going to be at these kind of events. And I guess it's part and parcel anywhere that you go regarding the pricing structure that you have. So there are events, but then the question is, is the events for everyone? No, the the events is not for everyone. No, of course it's not. Because if you're charging those type of prices, you're only in, in what, like a lot of, at least half of the population. At least.
2: But then do you feel that then there could be some kind of local government kind of... Subsidation or.
1: What? Just so that you could turn, you could go to Afro Nation and party for two
2: days? I'm not going to say. It's it's the, I guess it's no, guess. No, it's you're, you're, just being parity, you're being specific. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm talking more in terms of the local. Year of Return events yeah. that have been designed oh, to be celebrated sorry. in the I, community. I, 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 t- I
1: totally misinterpreted um, mis- um, what you're trying to say. Yeah. No, so the year, year of return, what they've done is that they've set up certain a lot of activities and events yeah. for people that are specifically going for the year of return. One of them would be like the
2: tour of the castles. But
0: it, it's like them, Elmina Castle. is, this, is this foreigners that you're referring to? Or is it so, local? So
2: I guess it's we not can just for, it's anyone no. that wants to celebrate the year of return. Yeah.
1: So the problem that you have is that the locals do not problems? see this issue. The issue of slavery is not discussed in, the part, in Ghana's educational system. Not until uh, now. It is history in yeah. Africa. Yeah. But I don't feel like in Africa, slavery is discussed to those lengths. It's only now. Okay. So, when I was watching the parliament, how often do you
0: watch the part The for oh, me?
1: Yeah, oh, often. I'm, I'm sometimes man. I, I get around. I,
0: I, I'm not, I, it's not like I'm interviewing you. Oh, I just no, want no, to no, understand not that, Ghana it's more. Just, it's just yeah.
1: that, you know what, it's my yeah. mind goes a lot of different places. Yeah. Like when I read about um, that Dr. Arikana, the former AU ambassador to the US. Yeah. yeah anyway, go on. Yeah. So, when yeah. I read about a lot of her rhetorics and her ideology, it always yeah. takes me back to someone like Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, who okay. was from Ghana. Then yeah. it takes me back to activities that are happening now, because I feel like the Ghanaian president is really doing a lot of good things. Yeah. So then I kind of then start scouring to find more of what conversations are being had. And one of the things I came across was the Barbados president, Mia Motley, and she was addressing the parliament. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that was very important, even in parliament, I saw a lot of school children there as well, so they they allowed a lot of school children to come and listen to this. And she was talking about the transatlantic atlantic slavery. She was talking about Grenadians that have actually lived in Ghana and yeah. Ghanaians that have actually lived in Grenada and the and the impact and what they've actually offered to, to the both countries. Yeah. And then the last thing she was talking about is making sure that we don't forget the legacy of slavery yeah. and how it kind of sectionalizes us when we we're all the same people. Yeah. And trying to find ways of building support for each other. Yeah. Because one of the things that she mentioned is that Grenada is like one of the top places for like um solar water heating. Really? Yeah. So in most houses now, in the wo- the water is by solar energy, the the heating. That's good. So she was like this is something we could share with you. I have like the engineer here, she could show Ghanaians how to do this. Yeah. And this is something where you could have in each household and they don't have to actually pay for hot water. And African in an African household. Yeah. So when you're looking at some of these things here, when you're looking at the long, long term kind of vision here. Yeah, it's bringing a lot of things together, yeah. and it makes sense. Why, and, it, and it doesn't even make sense why we didn't work together more. So I feel like the president, in regards to awareness around slavery, mm. I feel like it's more prominent now because okay. of this whole year of return. Right. Ministers that... Because when I was educated in Ghana, we spoke about a lady called Yasantua who fought the British... When they tried to colonize Ghana. I remember that so, story, So, so, yeah. so, she she was... So, basically, what happened... Just a quick, She was like the Wonder
0: Woman, basically. Yeah. yeah. She was like just a Am- the soldier. Amazon, yeah. What
1: happened is that when the British, when they took all the chiefs... Yeah. yeah. And they took them to Seychelles. So, when I even hear Seychelles, Seychelles is a part of our history. And the whole idea of when they took them to Seychelles, and then they start introducing them to Christianity. Yeah. yeah. And this is the stuff when it comes to religion for me. It's done for a purpose. Yeah. Don't Don't be have your eyes open. Yeah. It was part and parcel. It was used to deliver slavery anyway. So they did that. And the reason why they did that is because, and it goes back into the whole conversation regarding leader and ideology, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So that when your leaders are not there, then we're able to have more of a footprint. We're not going to have resistance. Yeah. So it got to a point where in the Ashanti kingdom, they were having a conversation to say, oh, we should just cave into the British. We should cave into the British. And she was in the room. And she was like, you men, like, if you men can't support... she So she's basically the one that rallied up everyone to say, like, what's yeah. going on here? They're yeah. just going to have, like, foreigners come and try, try to take our land, and you don't fight for it. That's so right. basically, they, they, the fight began, they nearly won, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then they took her and they put it to Seychelles as well. Yeah. But we have conversations about stuff like that, but we don't have the conversation about the impact of the people that were actually taken away from Ghana. Yeah. That's just basically where it ends in regards to slavery
0: for Ghana. One thing I want to tap into that story, our listeners, please... The Wonder Woman came from that story because what they're trying to portray on the Marvels that is saying the Wonder Woman is actually Western Western people is not. It came from the Ghanaian story whereby the Amazon, which are the... Ganya that you mentioned, coach, but it came from literally from that kind of storyline. Mm. That's what the Marvel is trying to do. So if you actually see the Marvel, supposed to be a black woman taking power, not a white person. I mean, you know, or mm. or a Greek or whatever taking that kind of role. That's what I'm trying to say. I want the listeners to understand that. That's true. You understand. But
1: the, the little part, the silver lining to that story is yeah. that. The British wanted something that was called the golden stool. Now, the golden stool for the Ashanti kingdom, it's like if you if you was it have a ownership. Yeah, it's basically it a, seat a seat that yeah, the sits on. Yeah. If you have ownership of that, then you have ownership of the but people. Yeah, the people. Right? So they really wanted that. So what they did, the Ashanti people like, had a replica and they gave it to the British for them to feel like they got the golden stool, but they still have the golden stool now. Yeah, It was part of the whole warfare. They had to come up with a strategy to, even though we're defeated, you're not going to have what we hold sacred because the queen kind of wanted it. I so, know, I know. So, 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 but I, I feel like I've gone so out of this. No, no, no. But it, it's, it's, it's
0: important because <laughs> no, I'm not
1: saying it's not. no. I one, just feel no like, one,
0: okay. one, thing I want to tap into before yeah. in Ghana, all of this, what is happening? Like, w- welcome coming the year. this Afro Nation or this event, the hospitality, the tourism. Is Ghanaian? Is it safe? Is it Ghana safe for a foreigner does not know the land? Is mm-hmm. going first time. Yeah. and just want to wander around is it yeah. safe for because i want the listeners to understand yeah. this because no, definitely we get this portrait of african that mm. is not safe mm. and it's not it's not a good thing it's a mm. naive kind of concept mm. so i want to understand in yeah. your own
1: so so definitely ghana is one of the safest uh, obviously i'm Ghanaian, and i'll feel safe but yeah for tourism ghana ghanians are quite welcoming okay and i haven't actually met anyone that's been to ghana and has not had even if even if they've had a bad experience, one thing they're not going to say is about the people because okay. the people are very welcoming. Okay. And the thing is, Ghana is one of the most stable countries in Africa as well. Because okay. if you if you look back at history, from the year from the time that we gained independence yeah. till now, it's been quite stable. We haven't had like a major like um war. war yeah. within, so so the economy It's growing and growing. I wouldn't say it's growing and growing. But it's getting there. Yeah, it's one of those ones. It depends on what government is in uh, in place. But yeah, yeah, it's a very, very, very stable and safe country. Hence the reason why a lot of these, because these Afro nations could have been held anywhere. Yes. So a lot of the times you have to understand why do they pick specific places? Because... Ghanaians are quite hospitable, okay. Ghanaian people, and they're very welcoming. Okay. Like you will not have anyone like, let's say, even uh, the Caribbeans that are living in Ghana. Yeah. They won't have Ghanaians going to them to say, oh, you're not Ghanaian. The concept of you not it's, not, it's not viewed like that. It's just that oh. you're black and you live
0: here, and you, so it is what it is. Do you know what I mean? So, What about the English barrier? Like, how about the language barrier? Is that something when, as a foreigner, you don't speak their language, is it something that you were able to like, kind of connect is it yeah. easy that way? The good thing for any s- English-speaking
1: countries is Ghana off the second language is English. Okay. That's what's being taught in schools. Okay. So everyone, to some degree, will have will be able to conversate a bit, whether it's broken or not, but they'll be able to like, have a conversation in English. Okay. So as a foreigner, you shouldn't feel... You'll be able, anywhere that you go, you should be able to speak in English and people understand you. Do you That's have some
2: of the signs in that in English? Because I know in Uganda, we have yeah, some signs, signs are, well, yeah. in English. Signs, like, yeah. Signs like,
1: what, like what, toilets and what? Yeah, toilets, even traveling, line driving on the road, yeah. the highway yeah. system and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they're all they all in English. Yeah. Yeah. They're all in English. So yeah. So that's quite quite good. But I think I think for me, 'cause I've had a conversation with a few people from Ghana, and I guess the conversation that we were having is like we are Ghanaians and it's like if you don't set anything up back home, like you're not really going to have any like I guess I guess the scary part would be I go to Ghana and I need to rent from from like, I don't know. And it's not bad. But I guess for me as a Ghanaian, it's like, come on, man. Everyone else is also investing in Ghana. Why are you not investing in Ghana if but, you're not? It yeah, makes no sense.
0: Would you not say that for also for the older, for the African continent as well? For like for other Africans? Because for example, let me elaborate more on my country. When I go to when I was saying the way using the passport thing, civilian passport, if I don't use that. I will be an outsider. Short In one sense? Because In one sense. They will know that I'm not from there because they can smell you, they can, they can feel you, they can see your skin. But how does the
1: passport change that?
0: Well, f- the passport will change that from the, from the airport. So from that airport, people talk and go on. They know how many people have come. Because uh, Sierra Leone is a small community. It's like as big as maybe like Peckham as big maybe as what big. You mean the whole country. Like literally, yeah, the country Is sure. Like Peckham Peckham Lewisham combined or something. No, but Cerulean, what I'm
1: saying. Leone is a country, it will be bigger than London. It's,
0: it's bigger than London in that kind of sense, but not like as wide as as, as as Are you
1: talking about you talking about population?
0: Yeah, population wise. So when I go there I use the passport thing to make sure I come in. So when I do come in as a as Z, a just come People already know within my time that, oh, I'm not from there. So they use the advantage sometimes, even the money, the currency. So uh, within a day or two, I make sure I try and learn the, the, the money quickly. So if I am changing the money, i go go and change the money myself because I'll bring pounds and i go and change it. So Sierra so Leone in general, anyway, it's safe anyway. I can walk. I walk by myself. I go places. So what I'm trying to say is that... that There's
1: 7.5 million people in Sierra Leone.
0: Yeah, yeah that's like in London. What's the, what's the London? It's like seven it's as well. It's gone probably increases yeah, and more, than, more that. than that. But anyway, our country is very small. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I, right. I even forgot my... London list. is
1: 8.9. Now, so I think when you, when you talk about the whole passport thing, I'll talk about my experience with it. Yeah, yeah. It becomes a th- challenge. And when we talk about investment, this is what you need to understand. When I went to Ghana in 2010 and I started up my business, it was very important for me to have my Ghanaian passport. That was the only time, really, that having a Ghanaian passport was very important in regards to my traveling. Because I wasn't traveling as a, not as a tourist, but as a holiday. Mm. I was more going for business. Yeah. And the reason why that was important, because if I'm seen as a Ghanaian, then taxes-wise, I don't have to pay as much as foreigners. Because yes, people keep talking about foreigners, this, that, but the barriers, that there's, there are barriers to entry. Because, for instance, when I set up my business, I set up with um, someone of an Angolan nationality, and we had to pay more. But if, if, I, if I took my British passport, would well, that even be way more? Because as a, as a, as a Ghanaian, you get the benefits of even going to the harbour to get your, your your stuff out. and, and That's why I ask those kind as of well. specific questions. Yeah. But the minute I walk out of that airport, no one, no knows, one knows whether knows I'm... Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, I just walk out of the airport. So unless I'm wearing certain... And and that was even before. Before Ghana, you go there and the certain clothes that you're wearing, people will see you and they'll be like, oh, this, this person... Is from um, a foreign country. But now it doesn't... Everyone you wears the same really stuff. Tell, yeah. So when I go, no one could actually walk down the road and be like, oh, he's from somewhere. And I could speak the language as well. So definitely with the currency, that's the first thing I do. Mm. But then I'll normally go out with someone that lives there anyway. Yeah. So when I start doing the shopping, I'll just go out with someone else so I start getting the prices for Quickly. how much I'm going to be paying for stuff. Yeah. So when I go out myself, because I speak the language... It's not a barrier easier. anymore, and yeah. no one's going to... So that's kind of a stuff. But yeah, initially the passport was very important. So I think the passport, just to say on here, is very important if anyone wants to set up a business in Africa, and you have that, your passport will be very important because the taxes, the tariffs and stuff that you need to pay will be reduced if you are a citizen. And then mm-hmm. even goes back into the whole... Because there was a conversation when we were talking about... People having a sense of identity. This is exactly what this is the word I've been looking for all this time. Because so there was that conversation about the African Americans that were given citizenship in, in Ghana. So that that's for me is very important for them because it gives you that sense of identity. It gives you that yes, I'm Ghanaian. Like yeah. no one could take that away from you. No. Do you know what I mean? That's like your coat. your home now. If they say all oh, the black people in America need to go back home. You could pick up that passport and go Ghana and you'd be well received and That's there's it. no problems. So I feel like part of that education is for people to understand that you need to make that visit to Africa. Yeah? Find somewhere that you feel comfortable with and apply for citizenship. Take this kind
2: of expertise and wealth and train over there. I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is the year return for Ghana. Um, In my family, we have our own year of return to Uganda every December. Um, Oh, is it? That's our own personal thing. Um, That's just mainly because we have families scattered around the world, and it's easier for everybody to go back at that time of the year, mainly because of holiday from work, stuff like that. Christmas, get to see everyone. But, um, yeah, no, the year of return, I think it's an amazing thing. It's a beautiful thing in terms of improving the economy of the Ghanaian market. And... The how do I put it?
1: We should have spoken about the events, you know. These Afro Nation yeah, people what, that's going that's there to turn up. Yeah, that's yeah. what we should be talking about. Is the year return, but they're wh- going to be there. Why are you think I was trying
0: to break it down in an event and that stuff? Because they're going to be there, man. Yeah, they nice, but then is there a link Look, for this event? I, I'll so be honest sure. with yeah. you.
2: I've, I've been sent already people's itineraries of what they're doing from. December the 4th in yeah. Ghana, like every day what they got planned. Really? I've and seen white party, black party, yeah, this I've party, going this. into
1: New Year. But look, let's get into the events. I feel like we need to talk about the events. That should be the biggest piece, man. Because come on, our generation are going there to party. Yeah. At this time. So so even just talking about slightly, when I went with um, Chris, because myself, Chris, Kofi and stuff, Yeah, we used to go more often. Yeah. And oh my days, I've never had a best time any Christmas, um, New Year. So we spent Christmas there and we spent New Year there. On Chris's birthday, we had an amazing time. Man. So we went out, we bought drinks, we we, we went to the bar, that we had, the club that we were meant to be going yeah. to. We spoke to the owner, it was a lady, right? a yeah. big club. We spoke to the owner because we had a space, yeah. we bought a space with drinks, yeah. but the drinks were not enough, so we went to bring our own drinks in. Yeah. So we spoke to the owner, yeah. and then the security guards and they were like, yeah, it's fine, we could bring the drinks in, but... You, we can't make it obvious as if you didn't buy it here, okay? So we kind of set all that kind of t- things up, and then on the day where we had our own sport,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: and the other VIP base, yeah, there was actually footballers like we had, like, are oh, you, yeah, are you like you know, the one that played for Crystal Palace, him and his brother, and other footballers in the other bay, and we were getting so much,
0: <laughs> really, <laughs> you know what? you know the what? You know amount what? You know of know attention what? that we were getting, mate, it was amazing. You know, trust uh, me have you not have you not when you go to Africa how do you feel do you not feel I feel like a king no it's not even about like a king Don't no, you feel, feel when you, wait, no wait wait when you go to Africa do you feel like your problems is out of your shoulder it's removed yeah
2: you feel relaxed mm, you when feel I go back home I bring the turn up turn up yeah. trust me yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you feel that's relaxed
0: that's you feel like so healthy and relaxed and, and I don't know I feel like if you know within yourself you're at home look this whole year return, this whole um, Afro
1: nation, you best turn up, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for it. If if you're going there and you're not ready to turn up, trust me,
2: <laughs> you're missing the that.
1: amount of people that I know that are gone shopping, buying ridiculous amount of stuff, yeah, just to go and turn up, yeah. Trust me. Yeah, it's getting enough this year and gone. I'm pissed that I'm not there. I won't be
2: lie. I am pissed that I'm not dead. Trust me, I want go. to go. It's going to be amazing. Because I'm, I'm going to do a Uganda trip and I literally want to do the whole connecting, literally just go yeah. to Ghana for three days from 27th. Why well, are you going to Uganda? And, yeah. and then When? Head up. Boxing day. <laughs> How is it? Look at this yeah. guy. Boxing and when do you come back? <laughs> On the 8th. Okay, they're set, they're Jeez, do the do we have first enough week. episodes to do? Yeah,
1: we do. We do, we <laughs> do. I know we do, mate. Yeah. I, plan, I plan, I plan, I plan to cover that period. Um, but,
2: but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just going back, I know it's gonna be sick. There's what? The Afro cella which yeah, on what is that? Is yeah. 20, yeah, 20, what is yeah, that? The twenty eighth of December.
0: What is that? Where's the Afrocella? Ah. So, so that's
2: one of the events. So Afrochella obviously would be there's Afro Nation. Yeah. So Afro
1: Nation is the first year. Is it the first year or second year in Ghana?
2: second year should I be think. the second year
1: cuz afrochella i remember afrochella when i was in Ghana. like i, s- I saw that mm. so there's all sorts going so all sorts.
2: I mean, yeah, on so there's also when you go to there's loads what is there there's else? loads um so i know a lot of them are from the 27th you've got the afro nation festival
1: yeah now 3 day festival right
2: yeah that's the one and then you got afrochella then you got afro nation then you got the reconnect fest what's that that's on the 27th as well that's another event well, is all of this in one
0: in the same place or
2: what is no, it? This will be located different areas. What do you know the areas like Pete for our listeners? To I, it? I, I, it's all in Accra, that's all I know. Like, great, great, the great city, The yeah. city, yeah. Okay, um, there's the Ghana Festival of Lights that was on the 12th, it's on the 12th. What of December? December, yeah. There's the all black party on the 29th, jeez, and there's the <laughs> an all white party <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, oh, there's loads, man. There's loads.
1: And then what? This has not even gone into the new year yet? No. Nah, Mate, hold on, hold on. How much all of this is going to cost? Mate, money. You bro. Gotta have, money for t- you if have you to have money. You have to have money, brother. Them, yeah. 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 Money. We're talking about a ticket for. But Afro Nation is
2: like, what was it? 50 pop, 50? 100 pounds. Yeah. A normal person that is wanting to do all this stuff. You're going there with a grand spending money. Oh, at least. A right. grand. Come on. At Back least. in the day, in the day when I used to money.
1: go with coffee Kofi, we used to go with a grand spending money. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> just what, just blow it. Yeah, of course, brother. Each,
0: yeah.
1: Just go blow it. Turn <laughs> up, turn <Grand>. up. <laughs> 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 I, want, I want the people to understand <laughs> how important this is. I want yeah. them to okay, understand. So, so this is what you need to understand. Yeah. You know, like, you could go and do all that blow up, turn yeah. up, turn up, fun. You don't need to go Ghana to do that. You could go Ghana with 200 pounds spending money, like literally, and still have an amazing time. You could pick one of these events to go to. You don't have to go to all of them because the problem you have is that the events that are arranged in the Western world or it's like the Afro-Nations, the chela they're more
0: expensive. They'll
1: be charging in like in pounds. Because they know. They know. And then you have other events that are going on. But I know though, normally around this period, even growing up, Normally around these periods, events in Ghana are high up, just like how it is in everywhere else. Mm. Like in the UK, a club that will be charging 10 pounds on the day will be charging 50 quid. So it's just part and parcel. So the people that live there already mm. know. Mm. So people budget for these things okay. beforehand. Right. But what I'm saying is that there's a lot of people that will be throwing parties as well.
2: Yeah, your it's local clubs. Your local you know,
1: clubs. There, will be even families that are going over that could be the, having their own all-white party and yeah. all these kind of things, man. So you could really have fun. You don't have to be doing this turn up, turn up. And trust me, if I did go this time, it was never turn up, turn up. It's about build up, build up, man. Build up the up. investment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's,
0: <laughs> there's two. T- there's two things I want to tap into. I've noticed that when Christmas period come, this Western world is quite dry. That's why a lot. That's why we Africans are just different. Because we enjoy our Christmas. Brof, do, would you not agree to that? I, I don't know, man. Maybe the Western
1: ideology kind of, but when I went gone, Christmas was dry.
0: When was this? I've seen, seen... No, I
1: mean... You, you, know, know, like, I seen you, your you know, I'm talking about in the concept of... Actually, was it dry? It wasn't dry. It was okay. Because like, I, I spent some time with my dad. Yeah. You just eat. Yeah. Um, nighttime, there's nothing to do. Like, there were... Actually, I can't lie. I chose not to do things. Because okay. I had my friends calling me saying, oh, come out. And I'm like, I'm with the family. I can't leave the family like that. If I went by myself, all my days, they would have been turning up that, that Christmas last but year. Yeah? <laughs>
0: that same experience here, can you find that experience like in London or something, in Christmas period? Yeah. yeah. No, Christmas can. Day. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There are stuff going on, Trust you know. Me, I think it's choices that, that we kind of make. It's just exposure, right? to, what, it. Just exposure no, to it. What no, it.
0: what I'm yeah. trying to say is, in Christmas within the Western world, like during the day, it's quiet on the road. That's what I'm trying to get that experience. But in Africa, during the Christmas and on it's the not, road... It's
2: not quiet during the day so where are you talking, though? we talking London here. So London, there's loads about, like, of events during the day and in the evening. Are you what? talking about public transport? Yeah, Cause yeah public, like transport public transport. Don't don't yeah, exactly. exactly like the the, the thing we
1: have in Ghana, because yeah. these are all private, like... Every there is the government transport system. Yes, but in, in regards to that sector, yeah, most of the transportation is more by private entities. Okay, so it's just a choice that people can make to say, you know what, I'm working this day. Yeah. Plus, the the best thing about Ghana, because there's a good balance of Muslims and Christians. That's it. If it's a Christian um, holiday, it doesn't mean that Muslims can't work. The so it kind road. of balances itself out. So so okay. moving around is not going to be a problem. No, not at all. Transportation is running as normal. But the experience is good. So yeah, so I think let's not just... Talk. I know people are going to turn up, which is great. But trust me, if you're going Ghana for Christmas, don't worry. Now we have the... You know the guys that are doing like the Christmas stuff? in. Yeah, they, they come in. And also, so we
0: share, we share. guys, also what I'm trying to... I'm picturing this Afro nation, what is happening now in Ghana. I'm picturing it, the whole continent of Africa. Do you think that if something's going to happen in a few years' time? In respect to, yeah. like... So the, are
2: you talking like a tour of yeah. Afro nations? Yeah. Africa? just
0: going around Africa. Because oh, yeah, it has to happen yeah. for them. They're going Go
1: in Puerto Rico. Like as well. There's Afro nation going in Puerto Rico, 2020. Yeah, I, that, I heard about that. Stephen bought a ticket for, and there's I'm thinking, Portugal like, that that's, that's the best on one, thing. yeah. There'll be Portugal going on again, but there'll be Puerto Rico... They're doing it in Ghana, so you could imagine. Mm. I, I just really wanted us to talk about this. No, way, no, it's that good. It's good advice. We need man. to kind of turn up, man. Yeah. these people are going to enjoy, man. Don't worry, man. I'll, I'll be. My timeline will be on YouTube or something, man. <laughs> seeing what people are getting up to, man. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah now I trust you, man. You. It should it should be nice, man. So, um, I guess I will start with myself. In, in in regards to wrapping up, tourism. I guess the year of year of return. The key thing that we're looking at. Is that sense of identity that's given to a lot of Africans in the diaspora. Uh, also, the tourism that's bringing to the country is very, very, very important because it nourishes the country. If you could imagine that a lot of your GDP, it boosts um, the spending in that country, the money actually stays in that country, or the money actually goes into, into the pockets of the people that are working there. Because if someone is walking down the road and they buy something, that's going to that person that's selling in the market. Like you have some people having the experience of even going to um, one of the markets, Makola Market, which is like, I think Makola Market is one of the biggest markets in Africa or in West Africa or something like that anyway. So it boosts the economy in that way. Um, but also, it makes us have to wake up because then there is the, the thing of Africa and the young young generation, our generation, need to actually wake up and understand a lot of these things that are going on in Africa in regards to investment, because if we're not prepared to actually invest in Africa, we're not going to there will not be any other opportunity to do so, um, because people definitely have eyes fixed on Africa um, so yeah, I think that's what I was saying and I think obviously in regards to moving forward as well, I was just reading this article on the it's called the medium.com, and it's entitled "What You Didn't Know about Terrorism in Africa," and they were talking about over 30 million new jobs will be created from now to 2028. So as more tourism. as, as Africa focuses on um, more around tourism. And even I gave more the opportunity to talk about the whole Rwanda. Rwanda actually is sponsoring like Arsenal Football Club, how much they paid for sponsorship compared to how much money that they've, cut, they've got in. So it makes sense, a lot of these kind of things to kind of do. And then the other thing I saw that they're kind of looking at, they're looking at the Chinese market, because at the moment, it's only like 1% of... Um, Chinese tourists that actually go to Africa. And obviously Ch- China is like 130 million Chinese people who travel um, overseas each year. So if you can imagine you could divert more of them to Africa, that's a lot of untapped markets there as well um, to to go to Africa and experience what we have to offer. Yeah, I guess that's it for me, really.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the year return is a beautiful thing, uh, especially the economy side, and as Kojo was talking about the whole tourism and bringing in the influx for the economy. Um, but I would just like to say my excitement mainly towards it is the turn-up turn-up. I would literally be down <laughs> there having fun, just like I do when I go to Uganda. It will be just a different country, same thing, same people. Uh, and, uh, and literally, I just love the feeling of being black back home and being around your people. I'm happy. I'm just, I'm just good. I'm nice. That's me. So um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's a beautiful thing. Merry Christmas to you all. I hope you're enjoying your Christmas, no matter where you are. And um,
1: yeah, let off that turkey, man. Go get some watches. <laughs> <They ain't> <laughs> enjoying Go that try more too, mate. Come <laughs> on.
0: Man. All right, good. Cool. Um, my understanding of this is very educational, and um, I hope our listeners and especially our generation to understand. The movement of Africa, and um, Africa is growing, and there has to be a, a continent in Africa has to st- take the lead, and Ghana is doing it at this moment. I'm not disputing other African, I'm in other countries of Africa that are do, are not doing it. Obviously, we know about South Africa, the history. We know about Nigeria, what they're doing, you know, but. Ghana, Ghana, Ghana is taking a lead, and um, this year of return not only allowing only Africans, but it's also allowing the Caribbeans, the South Americans, and wherever Ghanians are, or wherever this um, slavery has happened, and we're all dotted around this this continent. Of of, of of this world is allowing us to understand our our origin, meaning where we are from. And it's is it's sadden that how where we do not understand as what more and Coach have tapped into, we don't know our identity. Identity is a major role to this year of return. And also that how can how disturbing can it be for a person to come in within your home as coach kind of um kind of tap into stripped all over you take power over your 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 home but at the same time want you to take over your home and say no, know what you can do certain things in your home but allowing you not to do certain things that is that is that's evil that is just evil but moving forward it's a good concept what is happening because Ghanians are taking a lead. This Afro nation is there. Tourism is a a very big impact. So for our listeners and for in Ghana or part of anywhere in Africa, this opportunity that is, is booming now, try and create a business or a loophole or an internet whereby Western world, us that are here, we don't know too much about Africa because we are a bit naive into a context, I can say, but not for all of us because we don't go there often, we go Western world, we go to Asia, we go to Europe, we don't go too much in Africa. We need to create something where we can come in and allow us to be safe and say, you know what, you guys can be safe. You're from Africa, so why not come there and and be part of us? And I enjoy the fact that when you go to Africa, you are appreciating the whole... African experience and enjoy that you know that you're back home. I, I I have that in me anyway. So for our listeners, especially for young ones that are, are travellers that want to go through this experience, please try this Afro Nation for now, for example, and see that, okay, it is good, and let it continue within the, the continent of Africa. And I hope it expands, and I hope us that is in the Western world are using this opportunity for business as well, opportunity and to get there so thank you for everyone and by the way Merry Christmas
1: hey baby come on let's give them a Christmas carol Merry <laughs> <laughs> jingle bells jingle bell, bells jingle bells <laughs> hey don't eat too much turkey man hey you know if you're in Ghana and you're listening to this I'll give it to you man because of all these events that we've listed if you find on Christmas day you're listening to us here then you're a G man yeah. let me know
2: yeah, let yeah, me know yeah. man
1: report back please yeah, anyone that it, is in Ghana it. or being Ghana this year how was your experience let us know if you're going over the christmas period new year please let us know your experience because the idea will be we'll be able to feed back to others just let them know how it was if you're just there to turn up turn up then do your thing mate as mo said that's what it goes for but as ali mentioned though that sense of identity and there are a lot of places to visit make sure you go to cape coast castle Elmina castle just see the slavery and the impact that kind of left if you ever want to go to experience about the Ashanti Kingdom, going to go to Menchia Palace. That's where the Ashanti King is. It could be they'll give you a tour of the tour of the um, palace, and you see they'll talk you through the gardens to some of the stories that I've kind of mentioned here. And um, go to a custom ball. There's so many places to go anyway. Yeah. So thanks, thank you for tuning in um, to LDM Perspective. Yes, and let us know your experiences, man. Merry Christmas, guys, everyone. One, two, three. Merry, Merry
0: Christmas. Christmas perspectives, different views, one One voice. voice.